So, hey, and welcome back to the Expert Edge. Today, I've got one of my really good buddies, Sean Cannell. And he always says, Sean Cannell rhymes with YouTube channel. And <laughs> and he is the YouTube master. Whenever I'm looking for YouTube strategies and as we're starting to build our channel, I look for all things uh, YouTube straight to him. And he's actually re-released his new book, which is called YouTube Secrets. Uh, and in this interview today, we go through what he calls the perfect video recipes. So you're you're in for a real treat because we he literally breaks down the exact structure and process for creating the perfect YouTube video so that you can get uh, reoccurring views and you can actually build a channel that builds your audience uh, and takes your business to the next level. And if you're listening the week of this recording, I also want to announce that we are about to start our final uh, workshop series for the year. It's called Sell From Webinar and Live Stages. And this is where I'm going to be doing three live workshops where I break down, first of all, the mindset of what it means, what it takes to actually speak and sell on a virtual stage like a webinar or a video or something like that or a challenge or even a live stage if you want to do some live speaking. So I go through really specific strategies about how to increase your confidence, how to feel more confident and certain in your content and really how to connect with your audience on emotional on on a deep level. And I'm also going to be unpacking the conversion strategies. So these are going to be really specific strategies around infusion selling and different ways you can share your story, how to transition to your clothes, how to create content that actually converts. I'm going to be going through and sharing so many of my secrets in this training series. So if you haven't registered yet, make sure to click the link in the bio or you can go to colinboyd.co forward slash workshop. That's C-O-L-I-N-B-O-Y-D dot co forward slash workshop. And yeah, it's going to be a sick series. We've already had sick. (laughs) That means good. Uh, We've already had thousands of people register. So I'm really, really excited. And I also want you to know that if you've been a podcast listener for a while, there is an opportunity to join the VIP experience as part of that training series. The free series is going to be awesome. But if you've been listening to me for a while, I would so recommend you to join the VIP experience of that series because I'm going to be opening up for some really deep dive Q&A. We're going to be going through some more advanced techniques and a whole bunch of other stuff. So make sure to head over and register right now. The series actually starts on the 20th of October or October 20th. Uh, Training number one is going to be starting right there. So head over and register right now. So as you do that, let's get into today's session with with uh, my good buddy, Sean, Sean Cannell, and uh, we're going to be talking all things YouTube. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. Sean Cannell, welcome to the Expert Edge, brother. Colin, I am super honored to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. <laughs> hey, it's good to good to hang out again. We were literally just hanging out in Vegas on the weekend, which is where you're based, right? That's right. And you, you and live. I got to walk on the strip for the first time. You saw the Bellagio fountains. I saw some street performers flipping over each other. Exactly. We watched I- the Beatles love after that. It was a magical moment. 
there's many magical moments. I it was the first time I'd ever been in Vegas, and I can see how people can get themselves in trouble there. Yeah, it's, it's probably happening right now. I mean, it's the city that never sleeps, and I'm I'm in I'm in a rural golf course neighborhood, changing diapers of my 42 day old boy and my two year old, and something's happening on the strip right now that's a little shady. There's yeah. I I think about this a lot. Like at any given moment. What, what's actually going on down there? Like quite a bit, you know, so. Well, I, I did a story actually. And my, my wife, Sarah always kind of checks my stories out to make sure that they're, you know, PC. And, uh, and she, she, she saw it and she was like, babe, how come you tagged the strip? It looks like you're going to strip clubs. <laughs> and I was like, it's not really like the, the vibe I want, which by the way, we didn't, um, right. I, I didn't even place a bet by the way, <laughs> so or drink alcohol. So, um, there you go. That was, it was that wild. Um, but we saw Circus LA love. We, um, walked the strip and, uh, and, you know, just became just we're legends basically. Yeah. It's just super chill, you know, dad life, uh, just, just <laughs> a couple dad dads, life. uh, chilling, not gambling. Yeah. Looking at all the spectacles that is Las Vegas. So good. Well, mate, let's chat YouTube. Uh, you are a YouTube machine. You've been doing YouTube for many years. How many years now have you been dominating the YouTube platform and building your channels? Well, I don't know about dominating, but I think when you add up all the years, it's 15 years. In 2007, I started a YouTube channel for my small town, hour north of Seattle church and started posting videos just kind of kind of getting the word out about the church and random videos we were making and they were terrible i mean that was those days we had no clue what we're doing still kind of don't but uh i was getting my toes in early and so yeah. now when you add it up it's something like 40 50,000 hours invested in being obsessed with video marketing youtube how business owners entrepreneurs speakers can use youtube to grow their businesses and just kind of being obsessed with the whole process of communication creating content reaching people um and what's cool is you know i i feel like i was learning to swim not not realizing the world was going to get flooded mm. um it's like god set me up to be learning youtube learning video way before I could have predicted that YouTube would have been the number one video platform, that it would have been just spreading across the whole planet, continually growing larger, 2.6 billion monthly active users right now, the number one destination for people to uh, to learn education, people that wanna solve problems are going there to learn. Uh, they're adding short form content, podcasting is even a huge trend. They hired a, a full-time podcast exec and there was a leaked document from Google uh, 65 pages about YouTube's intent to, to really go hard after podcasting already. Actually, YouTube is the number one platform for podcast listeners. That probably shocks people bigger than Spotify, bigger than Apple at this moment, people are listening to podcasts and to be clear, those are video podcasts. And so, um, I, it is at my absolute conviction that it is irresponsible for any serious professional, anybody with a message, anybody with a mission to ignore YouTube. If you really care about growing your business or getting your message out, you really should be seriously considering your presence on YouTube. I love that. Now you've got a best-selling book, YouTube Secrets, which I've got right here. Which, by the way, I know you sent, I, I haven't done a shout out yet, but it's going to happen. Uh, you sent me like a mad pack. Uh, if anyone sees the video of it, you sent me like this mad uh, YouTube secrets updated second edition. We're going to be talking about some of the content from that and make it really useful for the listeners, uh, today, but this is what I, I definitely agree. Like, I feel like I know for us, um, we haven't lent hard enough into YouTube yet. 
and it's it's a project that we're currently working on right now. So I'm excited to have this conversation and to talk about what this kind of could evolve into. So talk to us about the idea of the power of video and and how video uh, can be used from a marketing, from a conversion, from a growing your expert business perspective and um, what what's kind of the latest kind of stuff that's happening on YouTube that people should really be taking notice of? I think one thing is video is consumers preferred content format. It's the dominant format that consumers want the most. So whether it's your ideal client, your ideal customers, people you want to reach, written word still carries a lot of weight. Audio is not losing any of its relevance because of maybe commuting or walking, podcasts, hanging out with people in their ears on their AirPods. But when it really comes to what people want the most, they want video. So if you can muster the courage, the confidence and develop the strategy to get on camera, video is what people are asking for. Secondly, it's pretty old school. I mean, you're asking what's the new stuff. The new stuff is the old stuff and it's this. People do business with people they know, like, and trust. Yes. If you want to get known discoverability video, not just long form on YouTube, but short form YouTube shorts, TikTok reels, video is the best way to get discovered right now in terms of it's the content that's spreading. Every platform is in base, in, embracing video. Facebook, my most viral video of all time, which I just released a book on YouTube secrets, so this doesn't really help that message, but my most viral video of all time happened in the last 45 days, and it was a Facebook reel. <laughs> like, got like 7 million views, and it was actually, it was a vertical piece of content that we tested, not tested, we uploaded it on TikTok, we uploaded it on YouTube Shorts, we uploaded it on Facebook Reels, and it happened to get the most views on Facebook Reels. Like, I didn't even know Facebook had Reels, not Facebook videos, like the actual oh, real Facebook feature. Reels. I actually haven't used Facebook Reels. That's what I'm saying. It's overwhelming. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff. But the cool thing is, is what does that tell us? Well, it's, it's video. It's a commitment yeah. to video. Yeah. It's a commitment to being in the right places. YouTube is one of them, but the ability to create a piece of content and post it multiple places is absolutely a relevant strategy. And that's getting known. Once you get known, what was interesting about that video, when you read 7 million people, you create a lot of friends and a lot of enemies. I mean, this particular piece of content was just What was about, it about? What was the angle of it, this content? What, what I've been learning about vertical videos is stats do really well. And so it was me reading stats. It was just trimmed out of a leadership talk to my team. We released the full video podcast. One of our editors trimmed out this moment where I just was reading about how many, I was looking at my phone, reading stats about how many people buy books and read them and finish them right now. Huh. And so I, it was just like, did you know that 63% of people don't read a book after high school? Uh, those who do don't, um, you know, finish it. And yeah. I, and it was kind of just, I was going through it. There's captions on the video and it crushed on every platform. It was like 900,000 on TikTok. To be honest, I don't think we've hit YouTube shorts yet. Um, Instagram was like, 86,000, but Facebook, it's at like 7 million. But what's funny is some people are like, that's right. Like we need to read. And some people are like, who's this guy's just making up stats. Like you don't have time to <laughs> cite the source. And then they're like, why is this guy's haircut so terrible? And then they're yeah. like, just all the things you could imagine. And then all people are debating in the comments and like only the wealthy can even afford books to be able to say this. And like, it was, it's crazy. I mean, it just yeah. it, it caught fire. But what's wild is also where you would think even organic reach on Facebook is a thing of the past. My Facebook page grew 6,000 likes 
in a matter of weeks. And that same video and other reels like it continue to grow. All that to say is this goes back to that no like and trust. I definitely got the no piece with these vid videos that I'm posting. <laughs> What's cool is I think you actually have to give up the fear of being liked by everybody. Yes. You have to understand that your message is not going to be for everybody. Not everyone's going to like you. You're going to maybe get a little bit of of a dumpster fire in your comments at times, especially if you go viral because you're just being put in front of so many new people. But I also, I mean, that's so many potential new people I can serve, but that's potentially new customers. I mean, we then are, we're of course doing paid ads. We're able to retarget, follow up more value with just Facebook. And again, this is multi-platform. And then again, trust, because I know for you, as you also teach conversion, it's like, we're not just trying to meet someone like in Vegas and just like, you know, I always think about marketing like dating and you don't want to be the guy that just rolls up to a girl at the bar and is like, hey, girl, you know, you want to go jiggy jiggy right now? <laughs> Slow down. Hold Slow your horses, down. tiger. You know, like that at least the second question. Yeah, at least the second question, at least like, what's your name? I'm Sean. <laughs> I'm Sarah. All right. Well, you know, so it's like, uh, slow slow your roll so no like and trust the cool yeah. thing about video is it's just this chance to have multiple touch points and in interaction you meet someone they start following you they start to consume your content they start seeing reels they consume one of them they see more of them and then of course on youtube they subscribe to your video podcast mm. and and trust is building so what's wild if i use an example of one of our students levi from living in dallas um as a real estate agent in Dallas, a commitment to organic YouTube strategy, um, first six months, no sales, couple of leads came in. Yeah. First 18 months, $90 million in top line sales, 3 million in real estate commissions, no paid ads, no cold calling, no billboards, only organic YouTube. And that was inbound because people were discovering the channel, YouTube is a search engine, watching walkthroughs and neighborhood tours and building trust with Levi so that he has done multiple deals where it was an online docu-sign. He never even met the person. Why? Because they got to know him with video. They started to like him with video. There was trust with video and they were doing deals where he wasn't even necessarily even showing a house and that's real money. I mean, 3 million in real estate commissions from an organic YouTube strategy. I think that illustrates the power of video. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm convinced that video is more and more the future. Uh, I mean, it is the future. And, and, and for me, no like and trust happens when you engage more senses. So like what people see, what people hear, the tone they're experiencing, um, and where audio and written has less of the senses. Uh, you know, like audio is just hearing, you know, written is just reading, but like a video, I mean, it's like, it's why I like a stage for me, a video is a stage. So love that. Love that. Um, you, you talk about YouTube being a search engine. Cause I think one of the misconceptions that people have is that they think YouTube is social media or it's like social media. What is the philosophy of getting found on YouTube and growing like a YouTube uh, subscription base? It's a great question because there's a big difference between YouTube and the other platforms. Social media platforms are content feeds. YouTube is a content library. Mm. Here's what that means. 
a content feed is you have you have an Instagram feed, so you're just you're swiping and you're seeing a family member, you like the post. You see a reel from Colin, super entertaining. I learned something. You see an ad from uh, a jeans company or or loafer company that you love. Loafers, you add yeah. some loafers to ca the cart. You check out. By the um, way, guys, and you're happy. Sean Sean just pays me out about my loafers every time we hang out. So that's why. <laughs> but I mean, for real, like it's actually funny. Is I know people like oh I'm being targeted with ads. I like love being marketed to. I'm like one of my favorite brands. I follow brands on Instagram because they're like new season drop of the clothing that I like. I'm like, cool. So it's 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 that experience, but it's a feed that's coming to me. I'm logging in. Yes. I'm kind of scrolling, kind of looking for a dopamine hit. It's a feed. I don't go to Instagram. I don't go to TikTok, although they are trying to add search first uh, functionality. Wow. I don't I don't go to Facebook really looking for something. I go to check no. in and then yeah. they're, it's being fed to me. That's why they call it the feed. Well, YouTube is different because YouTube is a content library. And I remember, you know, I grew up in Arlington, Washington, an hour north of Seattle, um, Kent Prairie Elementary School. We'd go to the library to check out choose your own adventure books. Come on, anybody remember? And and there was the Dewey Decimal System. I'd go to the librarian with an intent to get a sci-fi book, with an intent to get a book on history, with an intent to go get some content on a particular subject. Mm. The interesting thing about a content library is that book is available there, the library, that can be checked out and read for weeks, months, and years to come. Mm. And the same is true about YouTube. YouTube is a video library. It's, it's like a knowledge base. And people are going there with specific questions, specific things they want to learn about. And the interesting thing about that is it doesn't have to be so linear. It could be as simple as maybe in your case, someone types in, how do I sell from stage? Or they type in, how can I earn more as a speaker? That is a great opportunity for you to create videos around those topics and, and directly reach somebody that is asking those specific questions. But here's how the YouTube algorithm works. YouTube is owned by Google. So if somebody starts searching how to put a, um, how to set up a speaker website, Google's paying attention on Google. Mm -hmm. If they search for um, speaker agents, Google's like building a profile of them. If then they're on YouTube and they're watching uh, TED Talks on how to be a powerful communicator, YouTube is constantly trying, and Google and YouTube, owned by the same company, are constantly trying to serve videos that will satisfy the intent of the individual that's watching content. Mm -hmm. So this is why you come to YouTube and on the homepage, you might see a video of your face with a, a promise like how to have a million dollar year as a speaker. Like no one's like, how do I have a million dollars? You know, or you say how to do a, like, they don't ask that specific thing, but the intent is clear. Mm -hmm. And as that individual has been giving YouTube signals to, to illustrate this even further for anybody that maybe loves animals and has ever watched cat videos or, or funny animal videos on YouTube, if you log into an account or you're not even logged in, if you go to an Airbnb and you start watching it on the smart TV, you watch one, two, three videos on a particular topic. And now you're being recommended more videos on that topic. So the key for someone listening to this is to get crystal clear on who it is you want to reach to get crystal clear on their 
ambitions, their pain points, their problems, their questions, and what is their intent? What is it they wanna learn? What are they hoping, what are they seeking out? Sometimes they don't know fully what they're seeking out, but what's the direction of it? And to create a library of content that would serve and satisfy those viewers. Linearly, if you go really search-based and old-school SEO, old-school search engine optimization, yes, you could go keyword-based. But what's cool about YouTube is once you just start going down that road, YouTube will do an incredible job with the algorithm, if you're making valuable content, to actually start serving up your videos to your ideal audience, which can create, it's a catalyst effect. It can create massive momentum and new people discovering your content maybe joining your email list or following up with you elsewhere, getting on the phone with you, buying your products and programs. The long tail of, of how it all plays out is fascinating and the opportunity is real. Well, let me ask you this question. Is uh, if someone has a existing YouTube account and they are completely changing their message, should they start a fresh YouTube account? Or will the YouTube account start to bend towards that new message as they produce more and more content? If your channel is not very large and you haven't been updating the content there, and especially if the current videos are not really getting any kind of views, it's yeah. probably not a big deal if you just start building on that original account. And maybe yeah. those subscribers, the, season out, the, the channel seasoned a little bit, might as well upload there. But here's two scenarios where it'd be a bad idea. Um, one, I was just at my friend Ryan Pineda's event speaking, a real estate investor event, and a guy came up to me. He goes, Sean, I have I had an incredible YouTube channel. Um, I was doing kind of pranks and entertaining videos. I grew to 400,000 subscribers, hmm. and it was, it was amazing. But now I'm getting very passionate about business, about helping people start a side hustle. And so I just started uploading that content on my channel, and it the videos have just tanked. I get like a thousand views a video. I have 400,000 subscribers. And I go, you're absolutely violating the reason that people subscribe. You have a big audience. And, and the quote I like to say is, never upload videos your subscribers didn't subscribe for. Hmm. You can break that rule, but you need to know the rule. And so yes. you have to ask, why did these 400,000 people subscribe? They subscribed because your personality, because it was entertaining, because it was funny. So what I actually told him to do was I said, hey, what you should actually do is you should start a second channel, but I would not dishonor what you've built. I would actually go back to entertaining content and I would look for a hybrid approach of maybe creating entertaining content that in, in his case, it might be about side hustles or how much money you can make flipping watches on eBay or something, and then invite people that are really serious about business to a new channel. While it's not gonna be 400,000, you are gonna be able to tap in and reach your audience because you're gonna respect the reason they subscribe for. Mm -hmm. The middle scenario is some people have a channel where they pivoted a little bit um, and they're uploading new content, but if they go into the back end of their YouTube, they, they have this one or two videos that still get more views than everything else. Mm -hmm. And they look at it, what they see is they see that 10 years ago, they filmed behind the scenes at a Backstreet Boys concert and people just love this nostalgic clip. So, so they're uploading, you know, speaking tips right now, but their most viewed video every month is this Backstreet Boys clip that they recorded with their girlfriend before they got married in 2010. I don't even know if that was still the Backstreet Boys were relevant then. And, and what ended up happening was people are clicking subscribe because they're discovering that video but then you upload speaker tips videos and and it's just creating confusion. Yeah, right. That makes so sense. So in that case, 
you actually would want to unlist or private any videos attracting your not ideal audience. Mm. It's painful that it is because because we as painful as that may be because we love vanity metrics. Yes. Oh, it's boosting my views though. My subs are going up. Yeah, but they're subscribing because they want more boy bands behind the scenes content, you know? And ultimately I would much rather have a smaller focused channel than just a broad confused YouTube channel that strokes my ego, but that doesn't actually impact my bank account. Mm, love that, love that. Uh, you In your book, uh, which you've re-released and updated, guys, definitely go and grab it. We'll, we'll link it at the end. Uh, you talk about the perfect video recipe uh, and some of the stages of creating the perfect video recipe. Can you take us through on a high level what that what that is, what that looks like, something helpful and useful uh, you know, for the listeners? Yeah, so the perfect video recipe is four parts, and it is absolutely a recipe from studying thousands of videos I've uploaded myself, as well as interviewing hundreds of experts, entrepreneurs, and creators in YouTube and watching the elements of viral videos. And it could be applied to YouTube, but it could be applied to any platform. So um, here's what it is at a high level. Number one, it's the big idea. Number two, it's the hook. Number three, it's the content. And number four, it's the transition. Um, this is an overview of what it is. It starts with the big idea. And the big idea is your thumbnail, it's your title, but even bigger than that, it's your topic. Mm. What I think about, it's called the perfect video recipe because it goes, kind of the analogy of, of a restaurant and eating food. Like when it comes down to it, if you had the best content in the world, let's say you're a sushi restaurant, but somebody hates raw fish and doesn't eat sushi, it doesn't matter how great the billboard or the sign for the restaurant is, it doesn't matter how good the content itself is, the actual content of the restaurant, nobody wants the sushi. Now somebody does, right? Because we know there are fans of sushi, but that's where like the origination of how are you positioning your channel? What's the topic of it? What's kind of the niche or the niche? But even more specifically, are you making videos about the topics people care about most? One of the biggest mistakes I see people make is they're just like whipping video ideas out of, out of nowhere. Do people really wanna watch those? Mm -hmm. Like what keeps your ideal viewer up at night. What topic would be irresistible to click on? And to go a little bit deeper on that, again, if you were to resurrect Michelangelo from the dead to paint you the greatest thumbnail ever seen, like literally the thumbnail should be turned into an NFT and minted to, it's just worth billions of dollars. If you were to resurrect David Ogilvie from the dead to write you the greatest headline and title ever written, if someone sees that, but doesn't care about the topic, they're not gonna click on it. Furthermore, if you just kind of snapped a, a topic on your phone that was like new information you need to know about the Fed affecting real estate investors, and you kind of were just somewhat clear in the title, if you're talking to real estate investors, then it's new information they need to know. You just made a video about the thing they actually care about. So the, the, the origination of the recipe is before you get to the temperature on the stove and are you using the right spices and what are you doing down the line? is are you even making a meal your family wants to eat? <laughs> yes. Are you even, so that's the big idea, and we go deeper into right, that. Then I the hook, it. you teach a lot about that. So I mean, it's that's just being really thoughtful about grabbing attention when the video starts. The first 30 seconds really matters. It could be the first 10 seconds, and honestly, the hook could be a couple of minutes. It's mm -hmm. just getting straight to the point. Don't start with an intro. Don't start with your logo and a bunch of music. Don't start with anything that's wasting the viewer's time. Cut straight to the chase. Then the content, that's just making sure, be brief, be bright, be fun and be done. Pack the content with value. You can spice it up and that's one of the things we do. There's four ingredients, but there's 10 spices. 
Ooh, so we talk on, about that in the book on. because once you kind of get the raw, you know, we went to that French restaurant together. Like yes. we ate some things that we've had elsewhere, but there was some details that were at a whole nother level. So you can kind of continue to evolve the recipe. And then finally the transition, and this is a, a new school thing that especially on YouTube, people need to be aware of. What a lot of times people would do, let's say you taught three tips on how I could sell from stage. As soon as you finish that third tip, what a lot of people will do is they'll say, all right, well, hey, thanks for checking out this video. You know, subscribe if you're not subscribed. And, you know, uh, if you're if we're just meeting, you know, the history of my company, dude, nobody cares about that. Everyone's behavior is they're instantly gone. You don't even really need an outro. And on YouTube, here's what you need. You need a transition. What does that mean? YouTube gives you end cards. And end cards, are you're allowed to use them during the last 20 seconds of the video, and you're allowed to link to another video. So the best way to do this is if you were to go tip one, tip two, tip three on how to sell from stage. As you're delivering tip three, don't even say anything about you. Go like this. You know, tip number three from selling from stage is, you know, make sure to keep your energy high uh, at the just as I don't know if you teach this, but just as much at the end when you're making your offer. Don't shrink back, but lean Sounds in. Sounds great. Sounds and then right. you go, but here's the problem. And you want to agitate the next problem. You go, but here's the problem. These three tips aren't even going to work if you don't understand the conversion formula or some of your something like that. So if you click or tap the screen right now to watch my video where I break down in detail exactly what that is. And your goal is not just to get people to watch one video. Your goal is to get people to binge multiple videos, just like you honestly kind of would have failed as a restaurant owner if they, if someone only comes one time. The goal is to have them come back for more. And so the point of the perfect video recipe is like, man, this was so good, and you just got me excited to order dessert, and you just got me excited to add to my order, and you just got me excited to make that next decision. So you don't want to end the viewing session, you want to transition to the next video. And again, to be clear, during the last 20 seconds of your video, YouTube allows you to add a clickable link to another video in your library. Mm. And you transition to that link and the best way to do it is to tie it into what you just taught, what you just communicated. And then eventually your goal is to create an endless binge. Yes, if you're just starting, you may have nothing to link to. But if you think in terms of not just solo videos, but in series, you could keep leading somebody to the next thing. What's the next thing they need to learn? And to, f to land the plane on illustrating this, like I teach YouTube tips and for example, what's the best camera for YouTube? So I might, I might say how to pick a camera, but then I go, but wait, it doesn't matter how good your camera is if your audio sucks. So click or tap the screen to learn about the best microphones. And then at the end of that, I'm like, so here you could use a USB microphone, a lav mic, a shotgun mic, but wait, it doesn't matter how good your camera and your mic is if you don't have good lighting. So click or tap the screen to learn about the lighting. But wait, it doesn't matter how good your lighting is if you don't know what, what to say on camera. But wait, it does. So, so to a point, you always uh, the the simplest level is to just use the end card and let YouTube randomly select a video, or just what a lot of people say is, "Hey, and if you want to watch something else, just click or tap the screen." But best practice would be to like continue the conversation wow. by leading the viewer to the next relevant and aligned video and even agitate the problem as to why not watching that video would be a mistake. Like this is going to work so much better when you watch this. And this is how you create kind of a compound effect as your YouTube channel grows and grows. And you don't just get people attending your restaurant once, 
but they keep coming back for weeks, months, and years to come, building your brand bigger than ever. That tip is so good. Uh, I mean, I've I've never heard anyone explain it like that, man. That's that's unbelievable. And I, I mean, for me, you know, my focus is really helping people transition to their offer. And from my understanding, it, with YouTube, the to grow your YouTube channel to earn more ad revenue to uh, to just like just grow the channel, it's about keeping them engaged in a series of videos, right? Like, does YouTube score you significantly higher? if they're seeing that they're going from one of your videos to the next of your videos to the next of your videos, right? Is that kind of how it's structured a little bit? Absolutely. And to just address an objection of your community that you might be thinking is you might be wondering, well, then when do I invite someone off the platform? When do I send someone to my landing page or my lead magnet or make an offer off the platform? And I would say that it, you're breaking the rules when you do that, so you should do it strategically. The question becomes, okay, right. When should you send people off the platform? Well, what would you rather have? Would you rather have one video that gives three tips and gives a call to action to your offer or free gift that eventually leads to your offer and get a thousand views and get 10 people to go pick that up or download that thing? Or would you rather build your brand and awareness and get a million views and have a longer journey back to heading to the bar and being like, hey girl, want a jiggy jiggy immediately? Back to like, how about, listen, let's go on a few dates. It's cool. I'm not even gonna, we're not even going to kiss. We're actually going to get engaged and we're going to wait till marriage. Like, we're, it's not going to be weird. Like, we're going to actually go through this process, hang out on my YouTube channel for a while, maybe eventually jump on my email list, and maybe eventually you want to do business with me. The way to do it, Colin, to give you a framework, is if I was teaching three points for how to sell from stage, after point number two, I would tie it into a free gift that I have, but I would keep the video going past that and only kind of polarize the people that are interested into that. So I might be like, oh. tip number two is make sure that you use a you use structure when communicating on stage. Now I actually have a, a a free download. It's it's a checklist that tells you how to outline a talk that's powerful. You can grab that at collinsfreechecklist.com and I'll link that up. But here's kind of the elements of it: is this, this, and this. And so I recommend that. Now tip number three. And so mid-video, someone could stop their viewing session. They may get the free gift, but you're, you're, you're packing it in the middle, kind of trying to do two things, not end the viewer session, but also realizing that if they just skip past that part, you don't take a ton of time, good, because they may hang out with you on the multiple videos. And what also might happen is that as you're giving these communication points to your free gifts, your list building, lead magnets, freemiums, whatever, they may need to hear about that. This is role of marketing. They actually might want to hear about it seven times, 14 times. Google says it could be 21 or 23. The repetition of it might be, you know what? I've been hanging out with Colin for a while and I'm finally ready to download that checklist of his you know, framework for speaking from stage. And now it's a win-win. Now your subscribers are going up. Now your views are going up. You might even be getting extra money with YouTube ad revenue. You've got other different income flows happening. Now your brand's growing bigger than ever. And your email list is growing bigger than ever. And you have more customers than ever. My friend, the perfect video recipe is the solution to modern marketing on YouTube. Mm, that is, I mean, that's just brilliant. Uh, that just aligns. I mean, essentially, in my language, is you're using infusion selling strategies, whereas you're teaching and selling at the same time. And I love that you're integrating the the philosophy and technology of how YouTube works 
in with actually selling, but also keeping them engaged. It's so good. Uh, in terms of, uh, so first of all, that YouTube structure, it sounds like there's a lot more to it. Like in terms of the the YouTube recipe, there's a lot more details and content and stuff like that. Uh, so if people are interested in your book, we, we will link it directly here, but can you give like a URL or something that they can go to, 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 to get access to it? Yeah. I mean, the best place is a M a Z O N. If you want to write that down, dot com. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and you could type in YouTube secrets and, but no, for real, like, uh, Amazon. There, we do have we have a website ytsecrets.com but it, it it's on Amazon that is where it lives you got the physical book the ebook audible if you got your audible app YouTube secrets the only edition there is the second edition and it's been wild Colin you know I think it's 80,000 copies sold now it's the number one best-selling YouTube strategy book in the world and I've just been blown away by the feedback uh, that we've been getting and what the cool thing is you know, I think it's 2300. Uh, reviews at the time of recording this uh, wow. as well. So it's it, the reception has been wild. And again, my heart for anybody who, if someone's serious at all about YouTube, I would say you can't go wrong with the book. If you don't like it, tweet me and I'll like PayPal you a, a refund. Like I, I think this book will absolutely serve you whether you want digital, physical mm. um, or audio. Mm. And for those of you who wanna, if you wanna check out Sean, uh, he's at Sean Cannell on Instagram. Uh, that's right. S-E-A-N-C-A-N-N-E-L-L. Uh, -E -E Sean Cannell rhymes with YouTube channel, um, Instagram, Twitter. Trying to figure out like my TikTok. We, we have like official Think Media on TikTok yeah. and, uh, you know, our brand, our YouTube channel, yeah. which is now a team of creators is Think Media. It but is. yeah, my personal name. Love Instagram is a great place to connect. I'd love to answer people's DMs or questions and just here to help and serve. So good. Well, as we close this out, mate, what would be a final encouragement you would have for people if they're like, they're really serious about, you know, starting YouTube or like scaling up their YouTube and they've got some fears, some hesitations, like what would be a final encouragement you would leave them with? Yeah, I would just say, um, start with the end in mind. Reasons come first, results come second. Mm -hmm. um, I know we're just didn't land in the plane, but in 2009, my wife almost died. We were in the housing crash we were being devastated in our finances and our work. And it was in that season when I was by my wife's side for six days that it lit a fire in my heart to really fight for my family. And that's why I leaned in to how do I build an online business? How do I figure out this YouTube thing? How do I monetize my passion, et cetera? And, and, and before that, I didn't really have the fire. What I wanna challenge a listener to, it, it's, it is nerve wracking to get on camera you do have too many things to do right now. There is a million different shiny objects you could go after. But if you start with the end in mind, you the opportunity on YouTube is real. The results it'll get you is real. What yeah. will happen on the other side of the work is real. So I would attach, what is your why? Is it is it that more revenue you want? Is it that next target you want? Is it the ability to uh, hire a team member? Is it that ability to, to max out that retirement account? Is it the ability to get your message to more people? YouTube is a vehicle that can answer all of those questions. It will take you to all those destinations. Not easily, you gotta put in the work, but I've found that reasons come first, results come second. So if you think about the reasons that you want uh, to have YouTube, 
bring you to, you know, the destination that you're, that you're after, then the grit it takes to get uncomfortable, to punch fear in the face, punch perfectionism in the face, press record and persevere through the content creation journey, reading the book and then doing what it says. Uh, I find that that fire and that motivation, uh, those reasons are going to be the key to helping you crush it on YouTube, not just this year, but for years to come. Love it. Hey mate, it's been a pleasure having you on the, on the uh, expert edge. I appreciate your friendship. And uh, I look forward to um, seeing more and more of you in the future. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon. Thanks, Colin. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.